This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This college basketball picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code SGPN and then go to slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also ready by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. And start making smarter bets today. Hey, this is Pac Man Jones. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Uh, the fashion people advised against Sean wearing green and orange, and especially when that orange clashes, clashes with my orange, uh, the true orange. And now uh, here we are on an orange set. Well, with, Ryan, with the orange and I the, mean, and the we Hokies. got we got cues for Gina Tech uh, coming up later in the show. I gotta rock. My Q's uh, jersey and shout to Buddy Heald, who's uh, uh, he's he's uh, currently in the NBA now, Ryan. On the uh, you talking about his... Buddy Bayheim? Oh yeah, sorry, Buddy. Wow, Buddy Heald. What, what is going on? <laughs> Buddy Heald's already been in the NBA for a while. We'll get. We'll make sure we scrub this from the record. We don't want the Bayheims ever hearing that. No, they won't. Wrong, uh, Buddy. There's only one Buddy in your life. Well, two Buddies in your life. We are going to be talking college basketball picks. Joining us on the line from. The college basketball experience, Mr. Colby Dan, aka Pick Dundee. What's happening, Colby? The Detroit Pistons signed Buddy Ryan too. <laughs> they may as well. Uh, I mean, the the way they're playing these days. Now, Colby, of course, big news over the. Uh, That's the third buddy. Now, you got a lot of buddies in your life. It turns yes. out. Uh, big news, of course. Uh, you were you were outraged with the injury of uh, Filipowski there for Duke when he got what. Well, Walk us through your thoughts. I told you guys. I tried to tell you. When everyone storms, we're gonna run into some problems. You got Wake storming as a favorite. This is what happens, Colby. Now they're gonna take away storming. I hope you're happy. <laughs> uh, it's all bullshit. Let's be honest. Kyle Filipowski, you know, get the hell out of here. You tripped the guy and you pushed. You tried to push the guy. Uh, and then tweeting out, we need change. Like you're like, you're like, this is like the George Floyd situation. Get the hell out of here, buddy. All right. You were a pussy. Uh, you, you 
you were a pussy when you signed to Duke, but now the fact that this has happened, oh my God, private school pussy meter through the roof here. Duke, oh, all the Duke fans saying there was 0. 0.4 on the clock, not four seconds, 0. 0.4. And, and the, the Wake fans went on the basketball court. Well, what happened in football in September when you stormed the field <laughs> with 20 seconds left against Clemson? You fucking losers. All right. I hate this. I can't stand everyone's take. All of the media is out of touch with what makes college sports. Great. They don't realize that this is college sports. You try to get rid of this. You're going to create the NBA. No one's going to give a fuck. These college kids pay these coaches and former analysts that were coaches salaries here in Seth Greenberg. Talk about this. The biggest moment I, I can recall in Seth Greenberg's history is them upsetting Duke and them storming the court in Blacksburg. All right. So get the hell out of here with all this nonsense. And uh, yeah, if anything, I mean, if, if anything, they should suspend Kyle Filipowski for a game for doing that to a fan. This is and, and joining us on that, the line to debate on, that, that, uh, Colby. This, this has been happening. Court stormings have been happening. I shared the Bob Cousy thing. Look, a, a, all these all these people on their high horse. Jimmy Valvano. What what, what did he do when he win the? Yo, you never stormed the court in the, in, in the uh, NCAA tournament. What happened in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in 1983? The most infamous play maybe in the college basketball history. Oh, Jimmy Valvano's searching for his team because they're storming the court. All right, this is part of its history. You don't get you don't ditch it. And Wake should storm every time they beat Duke because they spend like one third of what they what they use essentially. So anyway, continue. Joining, <laughs> thank you for letting us continue the show, Colby. Joining us on the line, a noted uh, Duke alumni and college basketball analyst, Mr. Jay Billis. Jay, uh, thanks for calling into the show to debate Colby here. No, I'm kidding. We didn't book him, but <laughs> bring it uh, on. Uh, bring it on. We'll go all day. Yeah. Colby just had a look of like, yeah, oh, okay, all right, all right, let's go. I, you know, I would imagine if Colby was wearing an undershirt, he would be taking off his good shirt to get to the undershirt because he was about to get into it. He just had the look of like, I guess I'm going to be scrapping with Jay Billis today. Yeah, uh, these people are out of touch, man. They are out well, of touch here, with what what essentially is the sport uh, hearing Seth Davis and all these other people talk about it. They don't even realize what is the sport. And to me to take away one of the essential, you know, selling points of the sport is, is asinine. Anyone that's arguing I against this, I, the I, only, the only uh, disagreement I would say is when you're calling out Josh Filipowski for tripping the fan. My take is if you want to storm the court, sure. But it's game on. If you're gonna run at me full speed, I'll fuck you up. So yeah, I think that's I mean, a bit I, soft calling him out for well, a trip. No, well, no, I'm being no, no, sarcastic no. for 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 saying that he deserves to be suspended. But to for him to bitch then and to John yeah. Shire to run, what are we gonna do? Caitlin Clark did the same exact situation where they initiated she contact. Was, she was yeah. more dramatic. They initiated the contact, and to <laughs> me, it's it's on them. I mean, like I said, this has been happening so long. To I can't believe the, the amount of people that think this is a dangerous thing. Show me, show I, me where it's dangerous. I would say a couple of things. The tripping, yeah, he's if he wants to throw an elbow or whatever, that's fine. But the second you get off the court and try to make it a, you know, we need change, I, I'm out on you as an individual. Like that's soft. The coach defending their players, that that's always going to happen. It does make me think that we need the college basketball experience guys to do a breakdown of the most hated Duke players. Um, you know, we all know uh, the 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 hits, but where does uh, Flophowski, as I saw in the chat earlier, fall on these rankings? Also, just to clean something up, 
uh, the greatest thing that Seth Greenberg ever did, who, by the way, uh, autographed basketball back here in the locker. It's Seth Greenberg's, you know what he did in his great illustrious career. Uh, his greatest moment recruited, was uh, not Steph recruiting Curry? Steph Curry, even though his dad, Del Curry is the only, literally the only men's Jersey in the rafters at castle Coliseum. You don't give Seth or Steph Curry a fucking scholarship. Yeah, I, having a take that is anti court storming just makes you seem like you're a grumpy old man who doesn't like kids having fun. And now, as someone who's getting older and ha- has moments all the time where I realize, like, oh, God, I'm trying to tell my kids they can't have fun. That's not cool. You have to fight the urge. But to say that we need to look into this, I, I kind of agree, really. What if you. Li- if you listen to what Billis is saying, he's like, if they really want to stop this, they'll stop it by just saying you're all arrested. This is one of those moments where I, like, I don't know. Lock them up, but Lock he's, he's up. a lawyer and he's answering like a lawyer. I don't even know if he's necessarily for it more than he's saying it's easy to remediate this behavior. No, they ha- no, no, no. He said a, a week or two ago, you know, when this was a, the Caitlin Clark situation, whenever that happened, he said that uh, court storming should never happen. Player, a fan should never be on the court. And it was hilarious. The comparisons by saying, uh, uh, actually, I think that was the other one was Seth Davis is saying, when you go to a concert, the fans don't get on. what concerts are you going to Seth Davis. All right. What concert? Because look, I, I went to the I, Chili Peppers. They jumped up in the in the in, uh, in the fucking I, crowd. I mean, I can name a million. I think for the uh, most part, I saw Seth Davis in a mosh pit twelve years ago. Yeah. So that guy's lying. Kenny you, G. Kenny G. <laughs> I would say that for the most part, what B- Billis is saying is accurate. You the play like you, fans should not be on the court except for this very unique celebratory act. Like this is the court storming is the one time where I think. It's uh, it's usually obvious. Uh, it's not unsafe because for the most part, these kids are just running on a thing trying to get some social media clips up and get some and, likes. And, 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 let's, and let's really let's really think about this too. I'm sorry. Like you're a college kid, you can't handle the court storm is dangerous, but yet, uh, you know, <laughs> they're gonna go to a party in 20 minutes. Where where the the whole house could fucking burn down, you know what I mean? They're at a yeah, rave they, uh, the next weekend. Well, this is the dumbest logic in the history of, of, the, of mankind, in my the, opinion. It's dangerous. It, yeah, certainly. It, it, it's uh, there's a lot. Again, we're back to that. Things are dangerous, and usually those things are also fun. And uh, sometimes you put them together with this like really emotional thing that just happened, and that's how people create lifelong memories of say eating some grass off of a field when you stormed a court or field, or maybe it was that sick ass angle you got of a selfie with one of the players, even though they didn't realize they were in the picture. Uh, these are how memory. Uh, so I, I'm with you, but here's what I would say though. You, you gotta, uh, th- these, these players are not going to stop behaving this way because this is how they're trained to behave. They're trained to cry. The second there is a problem, right? It, whether it's switching teams, going into the transfer portal, some fucking fan who is, you know, you're, you're, you're a basketball player. You're a collegiate one division one basketball player that puts you at the point zero zero one percent of like alien DNA that the rest of these mere mortals, this is what they live for storming the fucking court. And you're the, you're the God who is just performing in front of them. And for you to have this take that we have to stop this, I, I mean, it had to be Duke so we can make it about being an elitist th- uh, activity. 
Uh, and, and honestly, Caitlin Clark kind of feels that way too. the way that people hold her on such high regret uh, regard. But th- th- the bottom line is th- they're doing th- you guys, Colby, the college experience. You're doing this to yourself. I'm going to be a parent here. The fans, they're doing this to themselves because it no longer means anything. And that's the first step to taking something away. Cause we court, we storm the court every fucking game. See, see we can't you're, just you're storm so the court off. every game. You're, you're so wrong. You're so wrong. We it, can't it, do it every game. It's always been happening at this level. It's always been happening at this level. You just didn't see it because Twitter wasn't existing. It's always been Disagree. happening. Wake Forest should storm the court every single time oh, they beat I, Duke. I'm fine with that. I, I don't have a problem with that. I understand the, the, even though the spread, you know, suggests that they were going to win the game. I understand the rivalry aspect. I understand this, the little brother aspect. I'm just saying that we are storming courts at a higher rate. No, that's and just bullshit. like global that's warming. Bullshit. You that can, you can, you can put the blinders on or you stormed, can admit something's I, dude, happening. You are full of shit though, dude. I have stormed at San Diego state, Nevada games. I have stormed at a UC Irvine game. All right. They, they, they didn't make sports center. They didn't make sports center. This has always been happening. You're, you're, you're completely wrong. I I think I agree that it's probably been happening more than we we saw, but I also think it's happening more now than it ever has before. And I think no. pushing back on that, you're just you're just flat uh, uh, the grumpy guy on the rocking chair because it it definitely is happening. We're having more favorites rush a court you think, than ever. Don't you think the fact that they're putting it on Sports Center and that it's going on social media is encouraging more people to storm? I mean, potentially, but I mean, I, I, I would still say that to me, I can remember UNLV stuff. I mean, dude, this is no, always court been part of the culture. Oh yeah. Court if, storming. I have stormed, anything, I have stormed any, anything, both Sean, sports, multi-sports it, stormer here. If, if anything, the way college athletics has changed so much, you don't even play your rivals. So I would say there's less court storming. Yeah. I, I, I just, I do, I do think that there were probably storming in some situations that aren't storm warranted. That's all I'm going to say. I, I think as someone who but to storm- argue that wake forest shouldn't storm when they spend like one fifth of the amount of money on basketball on Duke. And that win probably gets them into the NCAA tournament. I, I stormed twice. I've told, told these stories. Both times were against teams that were ranked, I believe number one in the nation, if not top three. And so that seems like a high bar and it seems like maybe we've lowered that bar. That's all No, And I'll say this too. All right. College has been ripping off kids forever. All right. <laughs> f- f- They've been ripping off kids forever. <laughs> Turn the it's whole part, thing down. You're you're paying you're paying thirty grand a year. Yeah, you have the right to storm, and you're oh. paying the salaries for I Seth would, Greenberg when I he was say. at South Florida. You're I would say how the salaries I, of how all I, these fucking coaches. How am I trespassing? My 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 tuition dollars built this fucking stadium. I own it more than the coach does. The coach hasn't paid shit to be there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's nonsense. I've never seen a situation where I feel like the analysts all across the board are so out of touch with what the sport is. Yeah. To be clear, I disagree with anyone who says we need to outlaw this or make it illegal or arrest people. I do think that we're, we're spoiling a fun activity by maybe doing it too much. You want to talk about some college basketball games? I could talk about some games. Colby's Colby's upset. You got Colby really heated, right? I now I'm pissed we didn't get J Bill. I know we should have had him. He, I Colby was about. He to doesn't th- respond to my text. Hey, <laughs> I said it on the college basketball experience. If we get him on in March, I'm going for it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Col- go. Colby's making All decisions. Right? Yeah. Uh, 
Ryan, oh. Ryan Hasty in the chat, chat that, saying Sean is dying to move on. <laughs> we need court storm t-shirts too, by the way, because uh, our, our, uh, our chat over at TCBE has been demanding that. So we got to get that going. Yeah. The, the people, uh, the people need what they need. I do like the idea of a court storm t-shirt. Yeah. It, you, you know what it needs to be? I think we need, um, you know, those like club cards you get at the sandwich place or the coffee shop or, you know, you, you storm, you can mark your, uh, your storms. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're you know, now the average fan is storming 12, yeah. 13, 14 times a season. Frequent so, yeah. storm, storm Frequent chasers storm. card. That's yeah. what it's called. The storm chasers. Wait, I don't think Wake Forest <laughs> has stormed this whole season. I don't you think know that this whole season. Where are your I, storming I stats? <laughs> they're on, they're on the website. Okay. Wait, you have when you well, order, honestly, when you order honestly, a T-shirt, it unlocks a, the code. Can you, all right. So first, we the, need the Ken Palm of court storming, projected storms, how many storms on uh, back to backs. Like, there's a lot of great storming data that's just going unmined. Well, I, no one see. You can't really have a, a a. We can't really have this debate as to whether storming's increased or not because no one's actually measured it. So Ken Palm, you know who started it, right? Who started Saban? Saban in Alabama. When Tennessee took that goalpost to the river, that's when they were saying this is unsafe. This shouldn't be happening. Alabama filed something. Greg Sankey went on the, the behalf of Alabama and 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 issued some ridiculous fine for every team in the SEC that storms, even though they still storm. Uh, they were the starters. Caitlin Clark next, and then obviously Wait, the so private school pussies. Al- last. Alabama's view is uh, running on the field, dangerous, uh, transporting a gun to the scene of the crime. Not violating <laughs> any sort of uh, university. He is in the hat. Uh, all right, so Ken Palm's fa- uh, within Ken Palm's fan match view. You, he does have a thrill score and then a comeback score and an excitement oh, really? score. Perhaps we could reach out. Uh, he is a, a hokey grad oh and God. get a, a court storm metric. Oh, that would be awesome. Into Ken Palm, maybe it could be a collab between uh, you know all the the guys with models like Noah Beanick, Moneyline. I see. This is, I will say, the court storm activity or the the whole situation. I feel like Moneyline Mac was built to like just play whack a mole with trolls. He, I could just see his shoulders <laughs> tensing up, and he's like neck just kind of nodding forward as he's sitting there and just smashing these fucking trolls. He's just digging up. You guys, are you guys have a research team digging up old Duke court storms? <laughs> oh, that's I mean, great. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if they got historic footage of storms, I, I, black and white court storms. I will say, I, I said this to you privately, Sean, but uh, when I saw someone was digging up old tweets that Mac had, I, I my first instinct <laughs> Thank God was they to were say, about court storms. Yeah, it was like, uh-oh, uh, Mac seems like a good guy. Hopefully uh, he wasn't doing too much stuff with a huggy bear. And and I mean, don't you love the Duke fan though that says like you can't storm? No, right? it's like, oh, You can't say that. That's ridiculous. Duke it's stormed. A- uh, the Mac, uh, Mac posted a great video today about uh, their 500 win for Coach K. They were ranked number one in the nation, <laughs> and they stormed. 500 500th win warrants a storm. But they were celebrating. Still, they're probably like a 12 point favorite. What, what the fuck, man? Kobe, I mean, they were like, celebrating. Yeah. They weren't trying to assault someone. Like those filthy Wake Forest fans coming down <laughs> trying to commit a crime. That's that's where it kills me. Is it's no different than the cameraman uh, at that Chiefs Raiders game that claimed Devonte Adams assaulted him because this guy got in the way of Devonte Adams. It's like guys, you're near athletes. You can't claim any of that shit. And as far as the, the this this new culture of like taking your flop tactics from your your sport, your basketball sport onto the real world. Come on. 
that shit won't fly. I mean, the fact that, you know, we have slow motion replay of whatever you're about to do. And you know what? No one does on the streets. No one puts their arms out like this and flops like this. No one does that. No one kicks their foot out and tries to get like the, the yeah. and one no. jump shot foul. No one does that. If you want to have an altercation, fans. have an altercation. <laughs> None of the fans were even trying to see Filipowski. They no, were they running didn't past him. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, it's That's what absolutely me. absurd. Yeah. But, but will it, he play on Wednesday? Oh, no, no they're going to make a statement. No, it's Louisville. They're going to make a, a statement because it's Louisville. And they're going to see, see, we're hurting the game. One of our stars is not playing in college basketball. Uh, the product is is weakened by court storming, right? Yeah, when it's just they're playing Louisville. If they were playing North Carolina, he'd be playing. Yeah, meanwhile, they're uh, denying someone's waiver because that person's uh, uncle is too far away for their dialysis clinic. Uh, really <laughs> ridiculous shit from the end. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, lo- and I mostly I love the rage it's creating in the college. I feel like the college basketball experience, college baseball experience, even there's a there's a certain gr- uh, grit and edge that's needed for these guys to be maximum uh, strength. And I think whatever is happening here with the court storm thing is creating that. You you are the representatives of the the court storm. So get those storm chaser uh, t-shirts going, Colby. That's your only task. That and what's pick that? A lot. I, I I got you. We got a category four coming in here. Uh, storm. I think uh, you know what because of this Wake Forest incident, I think they should storm every game this weekend. Oh yeah. Wait. Just oh, fucking storm. Uh, okay. So wait, it doesn't wait, matter. Does every home matter team your storm. Team, but if the, even if your team loses. Storm, right? right? Just, like just, what, just go, just go. Make a point. What's the point? What? Why are we storming? Because Colby I'm, likes storming. I'm joking, buddy. Oh, okay. I'm joking. Are, yeah. But are you? I can, see. No, I don't. Uh, sometimes I it, can't tell when Colby's joking about this stuff. That wouldn't I, be organic, Kramer. I like organic court storms. You know. But this could it could be one of those things where it's like, well, uh, we have to send a message. Like this is like the the scene in Braveheart. Like, we have to send a message. If we all storm, we all collectively storm on this Tuesday night or on this Monday night, we will be showing the the people that we will not, or it will just immediately get banned. That's playing with fire. When you really think about it, like the Duke fans to complain that the wake fans were, were being too much when they have in, in years past put, put girlfriends, phone numbers on the, uh, you know, harass their, their, their for, for weeks harassed uh, Eric Montross's girlfriend or whatever, oh, wow. you know, th- th- made fun of a guy who had syphilis or something. You know what I mean? Like it's different. Th- th- the audacity <laughs> for them. For, if, yeah. That's a medical they, they condition. Sy- There's nothing yeah. funny about that. Dude, but who Duke are these fans, fans that are making fun Duke of syphilis? fans historically have been <laughs> insane. And to sit there and say, wake forest fans that weren't even trying to get to Filipowski ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I, I tend to agree. Like the fact that Duke fans are doing this, it's come on guys. All right. Uh, you want to talk about actual college basketball? Sure. I, I guess. Wow. Sean <laughs> feels, uh, he feels unhappy. Uh, maybe is it cause you haven't stormed yet this season? Yeah. I'm pent he's, up. he's grumpy. Uh, we're going to need to get him loosen up, uh, get him uh, lubricated a little bit. And we're going to, we're going to do that by heading over to my favorite time on the calendar, 3 30 PM on the West coast. Sean, it looks like Colby's got a cheery up game here because Villanova laying a massive number 16 against Georgetown. Uh, the openers have uh, just leaked out uh, shout out to the places that open lines Villanova lane 16 here, Georgetown 
I think we've now on multiple occasions discussed how Ed Cooley hates this fucking team. But does does he hate this team to the point of a sixteen point uh, road a road dog spot being? Too it, it's small? hilarious. Uh, Georgetown beat DePaul January sixth, then lost eleven in a row, and then beat DePaul again. Well, <laughs> it's like that's the only team they could beat. DePaul sucks. That's DePaul. No, I know. It's DePaul is really bad. I'll, I'll I don't remember by one. I only beat him by one. Uh, yeah, and beat him by three the first time. I don't even know where points. the story came from, but I always think about DePaul Day. It's just the day that you beat the shit out of DePaul. That's what I think about in the Big East. <laughs> and so yeah, even at but Ed Cooley, I, what, what are we doing here, Colby? Uh, I'll take the points. It's just too many points. I mean, I know I know Nova's coming off of the. Uh, the bad loss to UConn. They're still fighting for their uh, their their postseason lives, but it's just too many points for me. I think Georgetown can stay in this game enough. I think they lost by sixteen, but honestly, they lost by sixteen the other day to Villanova, and that was like a eight or seven or eight point game for a lot of the way. So I, I they, I'd they say lost me, by sixteen at home. I mean, Villanova is gonna gonna roll. Villanova's coming better, off a loss. Georgetown's been more competitive on the road than at home this year. So uh, I, I'll take the points. I'll take the points there with the Hoyas. I mean, they lost by 22 to uh, <laughs> Creighton on the road. Right. Creighton on the road. Uh, they lost. I mean, Providence, they lost. Uh, that was like their one get up spot. I guess one point lost to Xavier. Lost by 23 to, or no, 13 to UConn. All right. I mean, it makes, I, I still it makes think the Notre Dame game just yeah, I, sh- I don't know. shocking. Villanova coming off a loss, I think, is a good spot for uh, Nova. So give me Nova laying the points. Does Colby have a reason he's taking the points, or he's just like too many points? I just think that's too many points for a Villanova team that's been up and down all year. You know, like uh, the, have they beaten anybody by that many points? I don't Pro- think they have. Probably right? not. Yeah. Probably not. But you know me, I like the chalk. Georgetown sucks. Ed Cooley can't wait for the season to end. He's got to uproot this team. How, how they did beat Georgetown by 16 points. If you're wondering whether or not they beat someone by 16 points, oh, that's a great pull, Sean. Great. Pull. No, I'm just uh, they beat Seton Hall by 26 points. Beat Providence by 18 points at home. He didn't actually want you to look that up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was well, a hypothetical. I mean, <laughs> I mean, since you're bringing that up, if you Uh-oh. really want to do that, there, um, you Uh-oh. know, they lost to Penn. You know, Penn is uh, currently oh, ten and come sixteen. On. You're talking about November 13th, Colby. They, they lost to St. Joe's. They lost to Drexel. Yeah. That, you're all talking to... about. You're talking about the year 2023. They lost a Butler who's been struggling here left and right. All right. Uh, oh, they just beat go. Butler yeah, on February yeah. 20th oh, by 10 boy. points. Sean is loaded today. No, I'm just <laughs> dropping facts. Remember, what are you doing? You taking uh, Georgetown? No, I'm points? obviously laying the points. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you've, re- my, my betting strategy hasn't changed a ton. Uh, had a nice, somehow missed on, uh, missed on a lock thanks to uh, losers over at Baylor last time out. But uh, the favorites have been doing well. Oh, I sh- coming I off swept uh, the board, but, but Oklahoma hit that crazy game winner. Yeah. And our uh, February 22nd show, we went six and zero on our locks, uh, which is pretty awesome. February 23rd show four and two. So on a 10 and two run uh, last two episodes on our locks, my lock percentage, if anyone's wondering 68%. Hmm. You gotta get to sixty nine, or it doesn't matter, Sean. I I I've been dabbling. I keep going on and off sixty nine. Yeah, usually you don't. You're not on and off sixty nine. You're either in or out. It's a it's a lifestyle choice. All right, we'll head over to the four p.m. normal starting time. 
Three thirty. Just the starting a half hour early. Just getting on that island. When does someone hop them and start at three p.m.? Can't wait. Bloomington, Indiana. We're we're. I think there's going to be an excess of staples in and around the arena here. Indiana, Wisconsin. Whiskey Lane, three and a half on the road. Have they fired their coach yet in Indiana? Is Woodson no, uh, Woodson still there? He's hanging tough. Hanging mm-hmm. tough despite, you know, getting beat down by uh, Penn State in their two and eight in their last ten games. Uh, but they are ten and five at Assembly Hall, and Wisconsin's three and seven on the road. So maybe maybe they can uh, knock off, uh, you know, the the Badgers at home here. I wonder about the pulse of this locker room though, and that's why I will take the Badgers to win on the road. I will lay the three and a half. Uh, reluctantly a little bit because Wisconsin's been so bad on the road, but I just think was this Indiana team might've quit. So I will lay the three and a half with the Badgers. Um, the Badgers have been the better team all year. There was a top 70 team in offense. Indiana's offense is, is doo doo pie. It's back there at like two twenty four or something like that. Um, and Wisconsin has been the much better defense this year too. So uh, that's the logic. Let's go Badgers. And Indiana, you, I mean, I say it every time we're picking against Indiana, 65.3% from the line there. Mm. Uh, now Nebraska to Colby's point, Nebraska is two and eight uh, or sorry. Wisconsin is two and eight ATS on the road. So not super inspiring, but I can't take Indiana. You got to take Wisconsin here. They can't. I mean, this line. Indiana is pretty. To Colby's point, they feel pretty. This line will grow, right? Yeah, I I think this is uh this is gonna close at like five. Yeah, give me Wisconsin. Enjoy uh enjoy the Discord. Enjoy Indiana Discord. I mean, Indiana. Two of Indiana's wins were Ohio State too. Another team with questionable quit through that stretch. So. Yeah, enjoy the Indiana play, guys. That's uh, that's a rough one. Loyola, do you think anyone actually plays the Discord plays? There's probably some some asshole out there. It's just he's like they're due to lose. I mean, these guys, they, <laughs> it's not sustainable to go. What's the percentage on sixty two? Uh, fifty six percent. We're at. Oh, the Discord's that Discord's, Discord's at forty four percent. A little bit of a heater. The Discord's been yeah. on. Oh, I they are down thirty five units. Should shut so. my fucking mouth. Loyola, Chicago, Sister Jean, how we doing? Heading to St. Bonaventure, New York, to take on the Bonnies. Bonnies are laying three and a half here at four p.m. on the West Coast. Colby, how we feeling Look, about I, the Sister Jeans? I mean, they're in first place in the A10, and I've been I've been riding the hell out of them over the past uh, you know two weeks or so, and they're you know twenty and seven. But I mean, I think the line is telling you everything here. St. Bonaventure, uh, by the way, huge win this past week. Um, and I think they're playing uh, that we know the Bonnie's always, always at home are a dangerous team. They're 10 and three at home for a reason. Uh, Loyola is in my opinion, the best team in the a 10 right now, they're six and three on the road. They're nine and one in their last 10 games. I still think the Bonnie's are the team though. This crowd behind them, we, we, you know, the, we, they're a pretty experienced team too. So uh, I will take the Bonnie's at home laying the points. Uh, the line is telling you everything here. You would think you know, if you just set this line, you'd be like Loyola minus three or four. No, the line is telling you going to St. Bonaventure at uh, the, the O'Reilly o- uh, auto parts center there um, is going to be a tough win and or a tough place to go into. So I will take the team. That's it. Uh, are we, are we worried too. about uh, Loyola Chicago on the road? Six and three ATS best uh, record or second yeah, best record Colby ATS is. on the road. 
like I said, the Bonnies are ten and three at home. Bonnies, to me, the energy of that of that building, I'm, I'm on the Bonnies. There's no way they're they're much better offense. They're top seventy offense, uh, and as the chat's alluding to, coaching advantage clearly on St. Bonaventure. Uh, um, so I will uh, I'll I'll take the Bonnies at home. Let's go. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Bonaventure as well. Uh, Loyola given up six point seven percent from the line. Anytime you get a chance to fade Sister Jean, I'm all I'm all in on that. Uh, no, Loyola Chicago's oh, been here good. Here we go. But I'm with Colby. This is a bad spot for uh, Loyola. Well, to your point, the uh, you know, and you mentioned the offense for St. Bonaventure. They they will have success behind the three point line. Loyola lazy, lazy defending three point ball. We love that matchup this time of year, especially with the home crowd, home vibes. Uh, this is another one. I yeah, let's bet it now. We're gonna bet it right now. We're gonna put it in our pocket. <clears throat> We're gonna get some CLV and a winner. Georgia heads to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. LSU laying three and a half. A lot of these three and a half point spreads. Third straight one. Blue. How's our boy Blue Cane doing, Colby? Well, considering they are two and eight in their last ten, Blue Cane freshman season. Um, yeah, I'm sure he's. Uh, I'm sure he's having a good time though. The scattered ass in Athens, you know what I mean. Um, I'm sure taking good. advantage of that. Probably doing a few nose beers here and there. Oh. All right. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Um. No. I mean, look, Georgia's falling apart. Snow White. They're two and eight. I mean, this is a winnable game for them. But I kind of think LSU, who is three and seven in their last ten. Yeah, both uh, teams are struggling. Been, yeah, but LSU's like to me shown signs of life. Beating Kentucky uh, in Baton Rouge, beating South Carolina in Columbia, coming back from seventeen down, almost knocked off the Florida Gators, coming down, uh, coming back from twenty down. Well, and they uh, they're they're coming off a twenty point loss though to Mississippi State at home. That's rough. Yeah, but well, I, they stormed the court the game before against no. Kentucky. Yeah, you so fade was, all yeah. stormers. So I don't know what Wake's next game is off the top of my head, but uh, definitely going to be fading them. Oh, we'll get to him in a minute here. Um, Jalen Cook oh, is a game time oh, decision, something something to monitor. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think LSU is the more athletic team, and they're playing better of late. I know at three and seven, I really believe they've been playing better, and I feel like the team is is you know starting to come into form uh, in McMahon's second season there. So uh, I will take the Tigers to get it done at home against the Bulldogs. Lay it. Yeah. I'm with you, LSU. After that bad home loss, uh, third Georgia home game sucks. in a row. Georgia sucks too. They're they're only, I mean, they beat a. There's revenge that they, they, they beat LSU back on January 24th by two points at home. Uh, two, their only win since then is against crappy ass Vanderbilt. Uh, this seems pretty easy. I think Colby's right to say that LSU is playing better ball right now. I'm in. Let's go, Cincinnati Wait, Tigers. Yeah, well, that was good. That was very water. Yeah, very uh, Ed O. Uh, Cincinnati heads to Houston, Texas, Texan, Texas, Texas, to take on the Cougs. Colby, is this the best team in the country? They're laying twelve and a half here against the Bearcats. They just took care of Baylor in a spot. I think we all thought they would trip and fall. Um, is that this finally is incredible? Yeah, is this finally the 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 year we get get this Houston team and they don't choke and they 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 get it done and they're actually this the best team in the country? 
It could be. I think them and UConn are the clear cut best teams, and then there's a a drop off after that. But uh, Cincinnati's a team that's kind of fallen apart lately. Three and seven, their last ten. Uh, it's uh, they just lost at TCU, and I thought, you know, what? Stick a fork at Cincinnati. They can't make the NCAA tournament any, anymore. But then I realized they have a game against Houston. If they were to somehow win this game, I think they could get back in the mix. Uh, for making the NCAA tournament, and Cincinnati's been fairly decent on the road this year, uh, four and five. Uh, considering you're in the Big Twelve, I actually think that record's pretty impressive. Um, however, though, it's Houston's Houston. They're a wagon right now. They're t- what no, number one defensive rated team in the nation. They're a top twenty. I think they're twenty fifth or twenty sixth offensively. They get that home crowd behind them. They're fifteen and zero at home. I wish I could say you know that they're going to be able to. Uh, like Cincinnati's gonna be able to come in there and get it done. I will say this though. No, no, I'll lay the points. Mm. I, I'm tempted to. I'm tempted I'm to take, take the points take, just because. Mm, yeah, I'm taking Cincinnati in the twelve and a half just because I think at some point this Houston team is gonna have a minor letdown. Not necessarily lose the game outright, but you know they got a night. They got a road game coming up against Oklahoma on Saturday. They just played an overtime game on Saturday. Now this is a quick turnaround at home against Cincinnati. And to your point, Colby, Cincinnati is a very desperate team. I mean, you know, if hypothetically Houston did drop this game to Cincinnati, I don't think it really hurts them that much. It's an in-conference uh, loss here, but uh, yeah, I'm taking Cincinnati in the points. It just feel 12 and a half is a little high. Uh, I was gonna say, so we we always like to use the balanced team approach for who's a content, an actual contender to win a national championship. Sean, Ken Palm, top twenty offense, top twenty defense. We're talking about Houston, so they're one of the teams. How many other teams do you think are on that list right now? Right now, right now, that would that would fall in the, you know, it's something like twenty out of twenty one years a team has. Well, I think this bucket. this year maybe would be the year it doesn't because it does feel like this year, just uh, gut check wise, is a little bit more open than. It's previous actually two years because San Diego State I don't believe were well they didn't win so yeah I I would I think it's only one year in the past twenty. Uh, I would say there's two other teams. Colby, do you want to do you want to take a, take a stab at it? Yeah, I would say there's two other teams. I mean, I, and by the way, I think Virginia is the team that won it that did not because yeah, they, they, they've never was had one. a good offense. They've, the, Virginia's never been a top 25 offense. So maybe you're right. You, uh, them, and uh, the UConn team with Kemba Walker uh, was one of them. Yeah. So Houston is one. Purdue actually outside the top 20 in defense. So they're not on, not on the list. UConn third in offense, 20th in defense. Arizona sixth offense, thirteenth in defense, and Auburn fifteenth offense. Oh, Auburn in there. Fifth in Stop. defense. That's the list right now. So wait, how many is that total? Four. Four. Wow. Uh, there are definitely some teams that are close. Uh, Marquette, Creighton, as I mentioned, Purdue, uh, all kind of uh, opportunities to get within there. Maybe Duke, even um, Tennessee. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, I mean, the list is pretty short right now. I I'm I'm with Cole. I, I'm taking Houston here. I at this point I'm I'm not getting in. I feel like the spot was last week, and I feel like we we had our opportunity. And th- this is just a good team. I'm laying the points. Uh, Cincinnati's trash away from home. Hey, Underdog Fantasy! If you guys signed up with Underdog Fantasy yet, using our promo code SGPN, get the hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Uh, so fun to get down on some of these uh, college basketball pickums. You know how it works higher, lower, and then of course uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/dog. Uh, you sign up over at Underdog and go over there. Not only you get the hundred percent deposit match, but 
get a chance at the end of the month. Um, we get some underdog swag, t-shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card, sports slash dog. Uh, Colby, anything you like tonight? Uh, pick them wise. Uh, I can tell you the Jesse Edwards lower than 22 and a half points, rebounds and assists is one that jumps out to me right now. He is the former Syracuse transfer that is now at uh, at West Virginia. I know West Virginia is uh, getting, I think 10 points in Manhattan, Kansas, but he hasn't been healthy that long. So I kind of like fading that. And I, I do think if you're going to take someone on the, uh, on, on the side of uh dub V Raekwon battle, yeah, higher than 15 and a half points would be interesting. I know you got to do two different teams though. So I'll, I'll give away a different one. Let's go to uh, the likes of chapel Hill. Um, I will take the, I will take the Armando Baycott. Oh yeah. I'm going to say higher. I'm going to say higher than 11 rebounds. Oh, Miami plays small ball. Let's hmm. go. Uh, th- it was already in the hopper. I was waiting for what else you were going to give me that I liked. So Jesse Edwards lower 22 and a half points, rebounds and assists. Armando Baycott higher 11 rebounds. Uh oh. plus 300 over there under underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. I, I was going to throw in a uh, Jameer. What do we like for Jameer Nelson tonight? Colby against Baylor. Oh, I mean, I I do think TCU is going to win that game. Um oh, yeah. What All is the his sharks number right, right now. It is uh, where is it's that three? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about uh, a points, rebounds, and assists? Seventeen and a half. I like it. Let's yeah, let's take right. let's take higher. Seventeen and go. a half. There He's a go. dog. Yeah, Baycott and him. I'm doing dog. that two leg one. Let's go. All right. Uh, where are we at? All right. We got we got a a, a ton of games. Somehow the list seems to get longer and longer. Uh, we're we're all uh, in our we're in our kit. Well, Sean's in his kit. Uh, I'm not quite in my kit. Virginia Tech heading uh, up north to the weird ACC road trip that is Syracuse, New York. Hopefully, Cues. hopefully they don't stop off at the Turning Stone. Uh, a little crap spender, always good for the good for the soul. Syracuse is laying a point here against my Hokies. Wrong team favored. I assume you're going to tell me that the Hokies are desperate and really need this game, Colby. One and eight no. against the spread yeah. on the road. They're bad. One and eight in general on the road too. Um, and and Syracuse is thirteen and two at home now. Syracuse blew on a twenty-five point lead against Notre Dame and almost lost that game. Uh, but I think this is a winnable game. When we look at Syracuse, they're eighteen and ten. The remaining three games. You know, home to Virginia Tech at Louisville and at Clemson, all winnable. I don't know if the Clemson game, I would say they're dogs, but they have to take care of business. They can get to 21 and 10, 20 and 11 going into the ACC tournament. Maybe they can, uh, you know, stockpile some wins and get, and get, get into, get into the big dance. I know Green's hoping for it. Um, oh, they're in Virginia that big Tech. dance. They've already punched their ticket. Come on. Virginia Tech just doesn't. When I watch Virginia Tech, I know we talked about this, Kramer, or at least me and Nick talked about this. Is like he's running Virginia Tech like he's at Wofford. There's n- there's a lack of athleticism. When I watch Virginia Tech basketball, they don't have any athletes, and you can't do that when you jump to the Power Five. I like Mike Young. I hope Virginia Tech gets better, but it, to me, uh, th- there's there's blood in the water there, man. It's just it's not. You can't do that at a power five. So agreed. It um, seemed like it was going to be fun at first because he did bring in some athletic guys, 
And he always had, I feel like there's been a couple transfers or like guys who have come in with some excitement and it just doesn't, it's like his system doesn't uh, allow for athleticism. Um, Cause he, he doesn't had, seek it. He doesn't seek it. You know, I think he, early on he had some of buzz Williams players that stayed and then he was able to bring in Kiva Luma, which was a huge get from Wofford. And, but besides yeah. that, like he, they haven't really had guys like everyone else that they've done. Now there's a couple good basketball players on that team, but you need to me- mix them with athletes and they just lack athletes. Buzz uh, can come home when he's done out there in college station. Maybe there'll be a home for him. He had, he had some success with the Hokies. I mean, the Hokies had success with him. I don't know if he viewed it as success. Uh, yeah. You guys are, come on. We're, I'm, I'm not going to fade the Hokies now. They, they need this one. Um, plus I'm excited about the football program. Going to be top 25. Well, Ryan, you had that ticket, uh, Hokies 500 to one uh, before you accidentally shredded it. I do have a position on Virginia tech <laughs> at 500 to one. Uh, the network. Can I see that ticket? Oh, possibly. Sorry. Okay. I think it's believed to be one of the ones that was shredded. Oh, all right. I, I can't say for certain that it doesn't exist. Highly, highly confident. It probably doesn't exist. All right. Let's head over to the Mac. <laughs> uh, look, it's a great buy though. I mean the, the, the market has moved since I've gotten down on the position. Akron heads to Athens, Ohio to take on the Bobcats, Ohio laying a point here. Wrong team favored. Uh, come on. When have you ever heard me not pick Akron? Colby, Colby. I yeah. assume you're uh, enraged that uh, UMass is joining the MAC because it's changed, right? No, they were actually in the MAC like ten or fifteen oh. years ago, so oh. they're coming back. <laughs> but um, uh, no, they were independent as a football school and basketball. I mean, in the A10, I liked them in the A10 because they'd been in the A10 for a long time. But it makes sense to me, you know, it's sitting there as an independent. It's got to be a pain in the ass, and I feel like teams are scheduling independence less and less. So they have to find, uh, you know, a, a, a home essentially. So, uh, but by the way, Akron's the play here. I know Ohio at, at this center though, is always tough at the convocation center of Ohio. Um, they're 10 and three. The Bobcats are always dangerous when they're at home, but I do think Akron, they already lost the game at Toledo the other night and they, they can't afford like they, they're, I know they're still in first, but they can't afford to t- keep taking road losses. Give me the zips. They're the most experienced team. I feel like in the Mac, they're the best Let's team go. in the Mac with Freeman and Ali, all the difference down the stretch zips uh, win in a close one. We're not, wor- we're not worried about Ohio at home. I mean, that's, that's what's I got me off. I am. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a, uh, you know, I, I, on a neutral, you would probably lay like seven or eight with Akron, but Col- Ohio Colby. at home. Colby, do you have any Akron fans in your uh, in your army? I need an Akron jersey. I, that's no. what I need. I need an Akron jersey. There. I mean, Ohio is eight and four ATS at home. We we definitely want to fade that. Are you sure, Colby? Last chance. Jesus Christ, this guy. I, I'm on the zips. I'm on the zips because look at a close game. They have those guys. Ali Ali's made a bunch of buzzer beaters in the, in his career. I just feel like in a close game, they have the guys to make big time shots. Ohio's a younger team, um, so I will. I'm still going Akron. All right, even talking me into the zips. Take Akron. Yeah, I mean they. If you go back and and watch the the tape of the last time these teams matched up, it it wasn't there. There was no question who the better team was. So, and yeah, I like how you kept saying we. 
Uh, I I personally <laughs> never doubted Akron at all, and I yeah we I think we need we need uh, company Akron jerseys. I feel like we can put the zip somewhere after the uh, San Diego State Aztecs in terms of adopted teams here. Do we ever pick against them, John? When's the last time you picked against Akron? I pick against them sometimes. Okay. I'm not I'm not as in love with them as you are. Just me and Colby. Yeah, Kentucky, who by the way playing some good ball, huh, Sean? How oh, roll tide, hey, roll hey, tide. Hey, hey, Kramer, remember when Sean Texas saying Kentucky's <laughs> the most the most bet on team this weekend? You he tried sure you so hard. Picks? He tried Kentucky so hard. Two hundred on them. They could have scored two hundred oh, on them. He tried if they so to. hard to to. He tried so hard to rattle my confidence. I did end up betting uh, twice on Kentucky. Colby, remember when you said uh, oh, Ohio wow. State was gonna. Cover against Minnesota, and Aww. I said that was the most that was the letdown spot of all letdowns, but and tried to talk you at it. Emphatically the, told hey, you, Ohio State hit last night as a dog against Michigan State, though. Yeah, well, what is that? I said, Colby, they are good, but this is this Sean, is not the time to take. Them. We're talking about Kentucky. Yeah, it is relevant. <laughs> you did try to rattle Colby and I's confidence with a last-minute text message about the betting splits in the <laughs> Kentucky-Alabama game. Did you not? Uh, I feel yes. All right. So uh, the judges ruled valid time to talk about it while we're talking about Kentucky heading to Stark Vegas to take on Mississippi State. Mississippi State laying two and a half, and oh my God, is this not? This is the time to fade <laughs> Kentucky now, right? This is the spot where they're riding high. They're coming off a game playing against what it, Colby calls the cha 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 offense, shooting all the three pointers. Now they got to get into a rock fight down in Stark Vegas. Shot, the line is telling you this is once again. It's like it's like the St. Bonaventure game, right? I mean, look at this. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State hasn't beaten Kentucky in Starkville since 2007. Why would they be favorites? Yeah, Chris Jans is building this thing. They lost by three in Starkville last year. The game before that, they lost in double overtime. And the game before that, they lost by four in Starkville. All, all three were in Starkville. Uh, they've been building for this. This is it. This is it. Let's go. Situational <laughs> handicapping 101. Uh why but are they couldn't favorites? You, couldn't you say well, situational <laughs> handicapping, I understand the letdown spot for Kentucky, but isn't there also a letdown spot for Mississippi State? They just won by 20 on the road at LSU. I I think they <laughs> could come back feeling a little complacent. I think Kentucky has maximum confidence after that Alabama win. This I is, like Kentucky in the points. Oh, this is the biggest game they've they've. Uh, I, I I don't know if this is a letdown spot for them after LSU. Uh, they already lost to Kentucky this year on the road. It does. I think Colby's right to to look at the spread and say that you know uh, slightly puzzling, and specifically the way that they play. I mean Mississippi State. They they. They're one of the hardest working teams defending the three point line. And that's one of the things that Kentucky, as we've seen recently, when they're, when they're on, they're on. So I think once again, uh, Sean, I think, I think when we talk about our March madness, uh, betting strategies, I might have to, I I've been really uh, falling in love with uh, just l breaking down the three point matchup. Mississippi state's going to lock it down. Mississippi state's going to win the rock fight. The rebounding edge, Mississippi state. I think that's all the D I mean, obviously their defense is elite. But then, yeah, Hell State, let's go. The Lions telling state. you everything there. Let, let's state. jump on Chris Jans' squad there. Hell State. Hmm. I'm gonna stick with Kentucky, but I don't. I don't feel strong about it. Uh, you know what you're doing right now? Just throw all your money on black, red. Hit on the roulette table, and you're like, I gotta switch over to red. Red's hot. And be careful. All right. <laughs> Thanks for the tip.
Ah, I just you're you're uh, you're staring a gift horse in the mouth right now. This Mississippi State line. Pittsburgh heads to Clemson, South Carolina, where I will say I've had a couple good nights. Clemson laying seven here. Uh, I have started to fall in love with Jeff Capel, and the Clemson uh, coach is still on my list of just most anonymous hated people. I say I hate this Clemson program. I've not gotten them right all year. My instincts are to take the points with Pitt, Colby. Oh man, you know Pitt's only beaten Clemson once <laughs> since joining the ACC. Is that in, in Clemson it, it, yeah, or just in general? In, yeah, well, they've only won twice in general, but uh, both those were in 2013. Uh, I, yeah, give me the points. They're in the they're like they're in the desperate spot, but I don't know. Like this is one where you know Clemson tends to suck late February, early March. So I could totally see them losing this game outright, but historically, if you're looking at these, like Clemson fucks them up. So I'll take Pitt because and Pitt's another thing is they've proven that they could win on the road. They won at Duke, they won at NC State. Uh, they where else they won? They won somewhere else that was a tough environment. So they've proven that they can Pitt's win on the road. Yeah. To Colby's point, Pitt six two and one ATS on the road. I think seven's a hair high. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, Clemson's pretty good from the line seventy eight point two percent. I noticed you didn't bring free throws up with the Hokies Clemson match or Hokies Syracuse matchup. Yeah. Okay. It's weird. Selective. Yes. Free throws. uh, I'll stick with Pitt plus seven. Yeah, I'm gonna take the points. I I would um I would say in general, uh, but like be careful. I I can't tell if, if Josh were to go back and do the records. I can't imagine I've gotten too many Clemson games right. All right, let's head over to Big 12, 5 p.m. on the West Coast. We're heading to Lawrence, Kansas, for the Jayhawks taking on the Super Soakers of BYU. Kansas laying six here. I stupidly took the points when they were laying a similar number, maybe a little bit bigger against Texas. And and then I watched Max A. Smith just give no effort. The 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 player that I loved did not show up for that game. Uh, Kansas looked uh, amazing. Uh, you I guys mean, were right. I was wrong. Juan Harris is a great defensive guard. So kind of, I mean, this Kansas team has kind of been a bucket uh, betting wise at home, especially because people see some of their losses or whatever, just realize they're a slightly down team from previous years. And it's creating awesome value. Love Kansas at home. They didn't even have Kevin McCuller that game. Yeah. And also uh, I love fading BYU on the road. BYU is horrible ATS. Uh, on the road, one and seven. So uh, I'm gonna keep that. And and you're going a real into, number. Uh, it know. is stinky, man. Absolutely fucking uh, stinky. I'm looking at Ken Palm. He projected to four points. You know, look, just yeah, six sounds right then. Just eyeballing the um, like the matchup. It, part of the reason that that he, you know, I think BYU is probably a team that has failed his projections decent amount because they they are th- like. Some of these teams that are high variance road to home, I feel like the analytics end up missing a bit. And when you have a game like this, where Colby would tell you like the extra two points are probably just for the home environment, sure. But even more so than that, BYU has completely let down on some road spots. So yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll jump back but on the Kansas bandwagon here. And, and BYU doesn't really play in the fog ever, so this is our first time going to the fog. So yeah, you gotta lay it. The, which means they'll certainly be up for it, but I mean they they just got handled by Kansas State and the Little Big Apple, so a little slight step up in class here. All right, 
Let's see how many I, I did. I have taken some dogs. Most of the oh, dogs. Come on. You took Akron and Virginia tech and Pitt. Pitt. Pitt is a real dog. I was going to say the every, other, every one else is a favorite. The other two dogs I think should be favorite. So um, oh, okay. technically they're not dogs. Texas heads to Texas tech Lubbock, Texas, 6 PM on the West coast. Another tech, another big 12 matchup here. Texas coming off a real ass kicking. And, and most importantly, I thought just effort. They quit. Uh, they quit as though like they were, they never, they didn't feel like they had a chance to win that game against Kansas, Texas tech here laying four and a half Call bounce back spot for the uh, horns downs. I mean, Texas tech just lost at UCF. You know what I mean? So uh, I tough spot. This is the final time they play Texas oh. in Lubbock. <laughs> this is another angle. You gotta, this place going to burn down. Texas tech is 14 and one at home this year, Yeah, 14 and one. And they should storm right here when they oh, win this game. All right, storm. Texas is three and five, three and five on the road. They, they they're not that good. I mean, roster wise, Texas is elite, but they haven't. Rodney Terry hasn't put it together. They've been ass on the road. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get fucked up by Texas Tech. Lay the points. Yeah, storm. I'm, I'm with Colby. Uh, Texas Tech minus four and a half. The the only concerning thing is how how hard Texas got their ass kicked. Uh, last time around and maybe that gets them up for this game. But uh, you know, like you said, last time at home facing uh, Texas, why wouldn't it be the same kind of ass whooping too? potentially? I mean, yeah, Texas no, I tech can- gets hot from behind the arc. Uh, Texas plays lazy ass defense again. I, I mean, after watching that Texas effort in a game that they were getting their ass beat in, I, I, they're in my, they're in timeout for a little bit. Lay the points. And, and- it's an easy handicap. I think Kaysen's right. Texas will never schedule these Big Twelve teams in the non-con, at least for a home and away. They're, they'll play in maybe and maybe you know Fort Worth or something, but they're not going to play a a tro a true road game moving forward. These fans know that. These fans know that this is going to be insane. I like it. Um, Pirates. Uh, Shout out to Leach. They, these fuckers do. Why are we picking Texas Tech? I thought we were angry at them because they owe Coach Leach money. They made up. They made up. Leach's uh, Leach's uh, wife um, went to uh, Lubbock this past football season. I I assume they put a plaque. Award. They got a plaque on a shed somewhere in, in his honor. Uh, Wake Forest heads to South Bend, Indiana. Haven't heard much from that. Uh, that. That uh, the, the dad of that kid uh, and the former uh, ESPN head uh, Wake he, Wake Forest heads to South Bend, Indiana, where I don't think we've talked about Notre Dame much this year. Notre Dame catching six and a half at home. Uh, what's happened to the Notre Dame program, Colby? Well, they brought in a brand. I mean, Mike Bray after he went to the linebacker in and retired uh, after doing shots with everybody. Um, <laughs> they brought in Micah Shrewsbury. They they brought in Micah Shrewsbury, who's actually look the Shrewsberries taste like Shrewsberries. <laughs> <laughs> I I think he's he's a good. I think it's a good first year. I know they're ten and seventeen, but I think that they're showing signs of life, and. I think they're a live dog here after the way wake just party. I mean, it's just, it's a system play Notre Dame all day and the points and Colby's nailing it. They are a live dog. You always got to fade the court storm. Why I advocate for court storming is because you know when to fade the team and uh, definitely fade in awake here. Notre Dame plus six and a half. 
Notre Dame's played better. Like obviously brand new coach, brand new scheme. He brings over that Matt Painter style. You know, he was a longtime Purdue assistant, then went to Penn state, took them to the tournament, but they really had their struggles at the beginning of the year. I mean, they're still not a good team, but you saw it. They were down tw- like 26 to Syracuse. They came back, almost won that game on the road. That's impressive to me. They beat the hell out of a uh, Virginia tech team. Um, th- th- they've been all right. They've gotten up at spots, you know? So uh, they took down Georgia tech on the road and they gave, they, they've, they've just been showing signs that they're getting better as a program. I think next year they could actually be a team that could make the NCAA tournament. They did beat uh, Virginia earlier in the year somehow. Uh, real quick. So wouldn't the letdown spot be more if they're at home for wake? You don't think like taking the I mean it potentially they don't view this as a, a massive uh, competition here. But I I would worry that the the obvious letdown spot angle uh is tarnished by the fact that they go to the road here and just take they the are, favorite, right? They are still just playing. Just take the favorite. You don't need to playing. explain yourself. All right, give it you know what? You're right. Gimme wake for you don't need to stretch. I mean, Brian's gonna pull a hamstring over there. Uh, stretching so. Hard. Thanks for no. I make this eight eight point two. So um, Irish, see. if you win, storm, storm. Yeah, find that pot of gold. And then that'd Short be great if man. they injure a wake player because it'll it'll be poetic justice. Yeah, then Duke would be happy again. Mm-hmm. It would be very confusing. They'll probably send message through their tunnel system up into the northern part of the Illuminati network. NC State heads to Tallahassee, Florida. Florida State laying two points here. Uh, too many ACC teams uh, on the card. Uh, I'm I'm feeling uh, these ACC matchups. It's they're getting out of control. I've uh, been been off on Florida State for most of the season, Colby. I assume this is going to be one of those where you reluctantly take the pussy pack. Yeah, uh, they're in a desperate spot. They're trying to make. They're 17 and 10. They're fighting for their postseason lives. I mean, I guess technically you, you could say Florida State is too, but they're much further back. Um, but yeah, uh, I think the fact that uh, NC State is in this spot and Florida State has been a wild card. I don't think anybody can figure out Florida State this year. So watch this be the one. Knowing NC State's history, this is one. Actually, you know what? Give me Florida State, just because <laughs> NC State, NC State does <laughs> NC State things. They do <laughs> NC State. Things. This is they're sitting here at 17 and 10. They have the North Carolina game on Saturday. You're like, hey, if they can get Carolina on Saturday in a rivalry game and win this game here, oh my God, they're in the NCAA tournament. No, this is the one they lose, even if they beat Carolina on Saturday. Yeah. Watching the progression of Colby getting angry about that. Just angry about positive words about NC State. No, I, I think Colby nailed it. I mean, if this was a true toss up game. I would probably go NC State, but the fact that they're looking ahead to North Carolina, uh, I think this is what trips them up. Oh. So yeah, give me uh, Florida State. Yeah, come on, I that was the easy handicap. I almost tricked Colby into taking NC State. We all know Colby <laughs> hates NC State. Yeah, he, he did start out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, wait, no, no, no. I can't do that. It was like he was in a trance. Well, this is he, like the perfect game they lose. That here they have the uh, what do they call it in Kingpin? Munson to be up up a creek without a paddle. They have the whole world in the palm of your hands and blow it. That's NC State historically. Yeah. So it's like this is the, this is the game. Watch, they're just like people are like, oh man, they've they've been hot lately. They can they're about to make the NCAA tournament. You're like, this is the one they yep. lose. And watch, they will lose it. And, and it's not just that they have North Carolina on deck. They have Duke right after that on Monday. So 
Uh, yeah, this is this is amazing. They're taking a trip to Florida before. All right, good luck. Oh, and Florida State's the favorite. Let's go. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually get down on this one right now because this this line's gonna grow. That's my prediction. I'm predicting this line grows. All right, moving along. We got two more games. Penn State, the Nittany Lions. They head to Iowa City, Iowa, where <laughs> Iowa is laying seven points. Sean, why are we? Why are you going to take Penn State in this spot? I don't know. I'm going back and forth on this. It's neither. Iowa is not the bucket they were uh, previously. ATS. Now this is a this is a tough spot for Penn State, but Penn State's you know back to back quality wins, especially uh, Illinois at home, Indiana. Yeah, they took care of them. I mean, yeah, they lost their last couple road games. At Nebraska, which no one wins in Nebraska these days, and and at Northwestern, tough spot. But they also, you know, they beat Iowa already at home. Maybe this is a, a revenge spot for Iowa, or maybe they match up decently against them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think seven is a hair high for this Penn State team, which you saw their fight in that Illinois game. Like they don't go away easily. Uh, kind of like them here as a dog. So I'll I'll take the seven. Yeah, just uh, looking at the game log. Last time they played, uh, Penn State ten and six ATS as a dog. Penn State had a nice finish to this game to to seal the deal. Uh, certainly, I mean, isn't this just the classic? You got to lay you you take Iowa at home and. You, but and Iowa hasn't been the bucket that they usually are at home. They're like six and nine, I think. Uh, ATS at home, yeah. So I'm not quite as locked in. I think the market's priced it in. I think seven's a couple points too high. Colby, how say you? No, I'm on the Hawkeyes, man. They're they're fire at home still. I mean, they're, what are they? Eleven and two on the year. And when you add in the fact that I think they've really been playing better. I know they didn't cover against Illinois. They lost by the uh, half a point, but that was a like a two point game with like three minutes left. Uh, you, before that, they won in East Lansing. They took down Wisconsin. I think they're play. I think they're playing a lot better. I think they know the urgency of why they have to play better, and uh, I think they cruise. I think they win by like twenty. Play the Kramer, same. I assume you're hmm. taking Iowa, right? Uh, you know, I was consider this. Uh, I will say that I make this Iowa five point eight, so I almost considered taking a dog. But I think Colby's right. He he convinced me it's going to be lit. I'm not worried about their close calls recently at home, and uh, yeah, of course I'm laying the points. I do like this Iowa team at home, but I've also lost the last couple times we've talked about them laying the points at home. You know what? Give me Penn State, Sean. What? Yep. Yep. Oh, my reverse psychology yep. finally got to you. Well, I told you I made the number five point eight. I got you. Know, you got to stick to your model. Sometimes right? you got to stick to your model. Nevada heads to Fort Collins, Colorado. Great town if you've never been there. Colorado State, formerly Colorado A and M. The Aggies laying five and a half. This is tough. I mean, uh, I would I locked up Colorado State against UNLV. They had that. They were up ten at one point. Stevens is a super fun watch. I love this uh, Colorado State team. Like they do everything right. They hustle. They rebound, uh, but then they just fuck it up and find ways to lose. But they are back at home, uh, where they seem to be a lot better here. Oh, they're so much better. They're, all of their bad spots have basically been on the road. At Mountain West Conference tournament, it's going to be awesome because I I could make. I mean, is that it, in Vegas, Colby? Air Force yeah, going into the is, Air yeah. Force went into the pit and got a win, which that I was, was the most. Dude, I was, that was the I craziest was told, game of, I was maybe told, of the year. I was told nobody goes into the pit and gets a win. 
so just kind of highlighting how fun the Mountain West is going to be. Um, Colorado State eight and five ATS at home. I don't know. I'm going back and forth. I think I'm going to default to Colorado State here, but they are coming off. Yeah, the back-to-back losses are on the road. I'll take uh, I'll take them at home, laying the five and a half. Colby, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm all over the laying the five and a half. Steve Alford on the road. They're actually six yeah. and three this year. Nevada is, but they've won three straight. Colorado State's fourteen and one at home. Lost two straight. They still chart as a top offensive uh, and defensive team in the top one hundred. Colorado State's they know they're in the more urgent spot. They're seventh in the Mountain West right now. They've dropped down the seventh in in that's that's not sustainable. They're going to be they, they they're one of the better teams in the Mountain West. They get it done against Nevada. I think this one might be a big time win too. The Mountain Cooking. West tournament will be going on March 13th through the 16th. Sean, oh, we sweet. will be in Vegas for a Friday. And it looks like that would be the semifinal night. So we could potentially hit a uh, hit a game after at least we're going to watch it in Vegas, but uh, we, maybe we go check out the, the semifinal game live. If it's an, if it's a nightcap, Sean, mm. I mean, I feel like we've been we've been close to the Mountain West situation all year. Um, sorry, I was looking up tickets for that. So yeah, I, I, you can't actually get tickets yet, but it, it does seem like that's going to be one of the nights. Uh, we, uh, I'm sorry, you guys were talking about taking a favorite here. <laughs> yes. That, yeah. Come on. I, I know Colby has dabbled with Steve Alford this year, but um, no, wrap that <laughs> shit up. Give me Colorado State. Just ram it. Just ram it. Fort Collins, great town too. Great, great, great town. town. Just great town. Uh, That's how you 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 can tell someone you're well traveled within the country if you if you say something positive about uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. All right, Ryan. Uh, before we mm. get to our yes. locks and dogs, shout out the Hall of Fame bets. Mm. Uh, they got their new uh, college basketball product is on the way, so stay tuned. Sign up now, get that fifty percent off going uh, for March Madness. Of course, just go to hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN or download the app and Hall of Fame Bets has you covered, optimizing some parlays. And uh yeah, I mean it's it's been really on a nice little uh, run there uh for the NBA. I, I see a lot of the guys playing along uh, with some of the stuff that the uh the HOF bets uh, puts out as well. Follow them on Twitter at HOF Bets and of course use the promo code SGPN 50% off. Time for our best bets, college basketball, February twenty seventh. Kramer, what do you got? Uh, well, we did discuss a lot of favorites today. Yes, um, and I'm gonna I'll put I'll put a little bit of uh, the responsibility on Colby for presenting me with so many favorites uh, that I, I just happened to have to take a ton of favorites again. It wasn't me; it was the card. All right, lock number one. Let's take. We said this line uh, stunk. I believe we're gonna take St. Bonaventure. Uh, this was one of the first things I locked in. Already, it's locked into my pocket. So feel free to join me and put your hand in my pocket, and we'll uh, ride say, the, the Bonnies together. Lock number two, Mississippi State. Another similar situation here, where you're like, huh, this number might be a little fishy, but uh-uh, the sharps are betting it. That's why it's fishy. Dog, I have a surprising amount of options to choose from here. Do I go Penn State? Do I go Pitt? It does seem like uh, Pitt 
unfortunately, Jeff Capel, I, I, I've, I've said this shamefully. I've, uh, I've, I've had moments with him this season. So I, when I'm down to those two, and I'm not going to give you Akron as a, as a, a minus one, one ten dog or whatever they are probably sitting at the money line. So Pitt Panthers feel free to play that cat. I'm gonna, they get it done against Clemson, who also is a tiger. So this is a Panther, tiger on tiger. Panther versus South Carolina Tiger. Who are you taking, Colby? You know, I think I lean South Carolina Tiger, but I don't know. I could see the Panther getting advantage, uh, sneaking up on them because they're on the, coming from the road. Feel like this is a, a teaser to the uh, Friday Veasan show. Sean out of town. Colby sitting in. One hundred percent. We're doing an animal segment, Colby. Let's go. Well, how do you feel about the cat family? Who's on top of the cat family? Do you go? Mm. Is it lion or is it tiger? Mm. Or is it you know? Are you going I mean, off the? You can't, are you you can't going really leopard? fuck with a lion. Jaguar. Lion pound pound for pound, lion's still the best. See, he's literally called the king of the jungle. Dude, you don't get that. You don't get that title unless you're fucking up some other cats. I, Speaking I of, I go S- Siberian tiger. Mm. I can I mean, see why you would do that. They don't really hang out in the jungle, right? They where do they hang out in the ice? This feels like a LeBron Jordan conversation, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Like like the Siberian Tigers, LeBron, clear physical specimen, but that other guy somehow has you know he was the king for a long time. Other than the period where the lion got his uncle or dad killed uh, with some gambling debts. Uh, speaking of tigers, uh, Colby is the Tiger King Joe Exotic. Is he still in jail? <laughs> Ooh. How, how the hell would I know that one? Uh, yes, uh, if I had, to, are we are we guessing? Yes. Uh, yeah, he was uh, sentenced to 21 years in federal prison. Uh, they shaved off one year, so it uh, in 2022. So, you know, maybe he gets out 2040s. Um, he's also oh, running maybe, for. Maybe, he maybe is also he running for president in 2024. Maybe he hits the portal. <laughs> he, I will. I wonder. Uh, I got to imagine. It's like cruelty to children is probably number one of the things you shouldn't do before going to prison if you want to have a long life in prison. But I feel like animal t- cruelty could be one mm-hmm. of those random things. Yeah, but he liked those cats, so he's probably good. What do you mean he liked them? He he liked them until he couldn't couldn't pay for the food. Then yeah, well, and then then he felt bad. Yeah. Uh, Kansas minus six is my lock. Uh, no, I don't. I why did he go to jail for being mean to the cats? Yeah, like murdering him when he stopped needing him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jayhawks minus six is my lock. Uh, you can't. I mean, uh, BYU on the road just fading horrible road teams. Uh, Kansas great at home. Uh, Notre Dame on the money line. Wake gets raked in uh in a Notre Dame there. Raked. Yes. Uh and then for my other lock, I do like uh LSU. I like I'm gonna go Syracuse. Give me Syracuse <laughs> lane one. I mean, I'm fading bad road teams. Uh Virginia Tech horrible on the road. Uh Colby, what do you got? Uh we gotta just uh lock up the Iowa Hawkeyes against Penn whoa, State. Whoa. Yeah. Do I need to switch lock my pet? The next lock will be Florida State against the Pussy Pack. Whoa, so wow. uh, take the Seminoles smash spot. The dog smash. is is Pitt. <laughs> Pitt's good. Pitt's they've proven they can win on the road. Uh, yeah. And once again, shout out to White Tiger, aka my son. He's looking forward to storming many of college basketball oh. courts in his day. Wow. So. 
Sick. Don't be a bitch world. Don't be a bitch. Ignore the fucking media besides us. Well, in some regard, I think, you know, being a lone court stormer could be like a, a place in the future. It's like the postman. It's a but drizzle. In, but instead of the mail, you're just storming courts. You're trying to keep it alive to show people there is freedom. What uh what do we got a group parlay we like? Uh I mean, I think we like the Bonnies. Okay. Does everyone Texas feel good? Tech. But no? What's what's up? What was that? What was the you did a little head fake? No, that's fine. Uh-oh. Texas Tech. No, I like Texas Tech. Yeah. Well, now it's gonna be our fault. This doesn't come through. I like I like a little Colorado State Texas Tech parlay there. Uh, okay. What else can we throw in there? Why, yeah. Wouldn't a Kansas Texas Tech situation make sense? Little uh, Big Twelve McGillicuddy. What about Kansas Texas Tech and Colorado State all laying the points? Three teamer. Yeah, let's let's take that mid the Midwest parlay. Does that count as Midwest? What Tornado it's Alley. More of, yeah, what's not it's Midwest? Of the Rocky Mountains, right? It's more of the Rocky if Mountains. Yeah, if you're a ro- if you're Rocky Mountain adjacent, you're Midwest. I think that they all qualify. Huh. Uh, again, the, the see, G- I'll see you at I'll see you at Sunny Lubick Steakhouse in Fort Collins. Get on over there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know how it is. The set the geography in the middle of the country is is less uh, memorable. I'll say. So lock up the parlay, uh, Colorado State, Texas Tech, Kansas, and uh, yeah, I'm on Kansas minus six. Q slaying one, Notre Dame money line. Colby likes Iowa minus seven. Pitt on the money line. Florida State laying two. Premier likes the Bonnie's laying three and a half. Pittsburgh on the money line, and then uh, Mississippi State minus two and a half. Uh, hey, toss this nice rating and review over on Apple Podcasts, and of course, get in on the contest. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog. Uh, for your bonus prizes, I actually got uh, my picks from the future. Wow! Little teaser uh, to the are Patre- they all right to the, to the Patreon episode where we oh. discuss me uh, maybe going to the future, maybe going to the past, uh, all through hypnosis fifteen years ago. Yeah, bonus uh, Patreon episode <laughs> is going to be Kramer years <laughs> ago uh, on my old podcast. Had Kramer on a guy who hypnotizes people, a doctor, and uh, yeah, and he did a past life regression on Kramer, and uh, it was the results were amazing. So you got to check that out. Technically, it's just a life regression. It could have been future or past. Okay, but I thought weren't you in the Civil War there? The, the yeah, my well, well maybe there's a future Civil we War. We assumed it was the past. Oh, okay. but yeah, we yeah. So yeah, who knows? Terrifying stuff. And of course, check out the college (laughs) basketball experience. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second of the money green. He's Ryan. Ah, my pocket is full, Sean. Kramer, let it ride.